Today we're going to be talking to one of my best friends who also happens to be an actor and a comedian. And his name is Owen Thiel. I am so excited to be interviewing a friend today because I don't know. I just, I think it's going to be a total hoot. Okay. Owen is such a special person to me because Owen and I have a lot in common. We're both only children. We both have anxiety about the same things. We both get paranoid about the same things. We tend to like the same people. We tend to dislike the same people. Me and Owen have a lot in common. And I just absolutely adore him. I'll tell you how we met. (laughs) I'll tell you how we met. So Owen and I met through my stylist, Jared. Jared is Owen's boyfriend. Jared and Owen are truly my best friends. Owen is an incredible comedian and an incredible actor. And if you want to see Owen in a movie, mark your calendar for July 14th and go see Theater Camp. Okay, now we can welcome Owen Thiel to the stage. Thank you, everybody. This episode is presented by Haagen-Dazs. It's Love at First Bite with the new Haagen-Dazs Dulce de Leche Bar, featuring rich caramel Dulce de Leche ice cream, swirled with thick, milky Dulce de Leche ribbons and dipped in milk chocolate. Indulgent? Yes. The perfect way to treat yourself? Absolutely. Find at retailers nationwide. That's Dawes. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try opening moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Purina. As the owner of two cats, I totally understand the healing power of pets, and so does Purina, which is why they're addressing the youth mental health crisis by making pet therapy more accessible. Research shows that pet therapy can help reduce stress, anxiety, and depression, as well as boost self-confidence. So to help ensure there's a therapy dog available for any kid who needs it, Purina is helping get more certified, starting with their employees' pets. To learn more, visit purina.com slash mental health. I just have to tell you a story. Please. I'm starting your interview off by telling you a That's story. That's exactly how I about want it. About me. you. Delish. Literally delish. Listen, I just have to tell somebody about this. Yesterday, I had overnight oats for breakfast. Of course. It was 9 a.m. I have overnight Wait, oats. this morning. Yesterday. This was yesterday. Excuse me. Yes. Got it. I have a workout class at 9.50. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything of it. I normally don't eat right before I exercise just because it just like hurts my stomach. Like it just doesn't feel good. But I was Wait, like, so whatever. you have it 50, five, zero minutes before. Five, zero minutes before. Do you plan this or do you just wake up and eat it? Well, I was just like, I'm actually feeling peckish this morning and I feel like oatmeal will not bother my stomach. Like I feel like this is probably the only thing I can eat before a workout. So like totally. this is fine. Okay, got it. Then, <laughs> Owen. Uh-oh. so I go to this workout class, uh-huh. not thinking anything of it. Uh-huh. And I get into class. It's like running and then weights type vibe, like boot camp vibe, you know? Of course. So I go in. I'm not thinking anything of it. I get on the treadmill. Immediately, I'm a little late. So I had to like start running immediately to not, you know, like I'm, I get a little You don't have a moment. You don't have a moment I did before. not have a fucking you moment. Go, you got it. I get straight into running fast they're like we're sprinting this morning right now Mm -hmm. wish you well i start feeling a little rumbling the sprinting was over i like go to walk and i burp a little bit owen (laughs) oatmeal (laughs) i can't believe this is real oatmeal flies out of my nose onto the treadmill Wait, are you serious? This is not full a fucking joke. Full oatmeal's coming out of your nose. Full oatmeal. Oh, Wait, I have a question. Throw up. Oatmeal came out of my nose. 
So does it come at all out of your mouth? No, because I I felt it about to come out of my mouth, and I was like, I'm just gonna swallow it. But then I didn't swallow it. Now it's in the track. Oh my god! It's like post nasal drip of the nose (laughs) with oatmeal. And I had like chunks of oats in like my sinuses. Wait, is it on the treadmill now? It was under the treadmill, but then it flew under really fast, so no one. Of course, (laughs) and there's oatmeal on my shirt. I was like, what the? So what did you do? (laughs) Nothing. So you just continued the workout class <laughs> as if nothing, literally the music's like, boom, boom, boom. you have like oatmeal all over yourself. You're like, I'm just going to keep running. I'm just going to do weights now. Yes. Three pounds or four. That's what I did. I'm in hell. I don't know. I don't know. What I, I just, I knew that someone had to know about this. It's been hard for me the last 24 hours. Well, yeah. Have you told anyone this? Just my mom and dad. And what did they say? They're nervous for you? (laughs) They're like, um... No one could believe that this was real. Have I told you my soul cycle story? No, please tell me. Oh, please tell me. Oh my God. I used to be obsessed with soul cycle. Me too. No, no, no. Like before class, before high school, I would literally drive to soul cycle 6 a.m., do a class. Okay. I was so obsessed because I loved this teacher. I secretly had a crush on him. I would do his because you have to have a crush on your soul cycle teachers. And that is you can't do it. Totally. One hundred percent. They would try to make me go to eye contact. Exactly. Yeah. They would try my friends would try to make me go to this woman named Gina, who's a great teacher. She's one of the best. But I was like, no, I can't have a crush on her. So I can't go. (laughs) No. I was like, this is impossible. So, anyways, I would literally go at 6 a.m., do my day, and then I had theater after school so it was like three to six theater you know what i mean no not to brag or anything but i was in theater (laughs) (laughs) and then i would go to an 8 30 class okay so i think i was addicted to soul cycle but this was like a month in my life this wasn't like it sounds really unhealthy and toxic and it probably was Mm, but like for a month you can be unhealthy and toxic like if it continued i think everyone would have been nervous (laughs) but so i was doing this okay i this was at the 8 30 class I had eaten all my meals, all, you know, eaten great things. Like yeah. my school had like br- breakfast burritos, like Ooh, really gorgeous, gorgeous things. So I was just like picking out all yeah. day, every day. That night, 8.30 came around. My stomach was a little weird. I think the breakfast burrito like did something to me, but I didn't really, I kind of ignored it. I was like, whatever, you know, this is, I need to be here. I need, you You need, I needed to be at this class to flirt with this Guy yes. who didn't know I existed. You, and know, you I mean? know that they saw you on the list. 100%. And it's like now there's like this expectation like, oh, if I don't show up, like that's like almost like not showing up to a date. Literally. It literally goes to no, a date. No, it's a date. It's a date with 60 people. Yeah. <laughs> it's a date with 60 people you've never met before and you're sweating. So I'm now sitting. I, I've now, you you kind of move up. You like are sitting third row, second row, first row. Mm-hmm. At, as at, you, you go so often that you kind of, you, you keep having to yes. move up. You know what I'm saying? You level up. Yes. So this guy I had a crush on asked me to be on podium, which means that he wanted me to take his place on the podium and he was well, just going to walk around. It's literally like you're instructing the class yes, at that point. exactly. Like you are at the front of the room. Exactly. Yeah, no. And he uh, was yeah. like, I think you deserve it. I was like, today? Like my stomach's a little, he was like, you're fine. Like you, Owen, oh, you, how many times have you done this? I was like, you're right. Like 60 times. Like I've done this a million times. <laughs> yeah. I can do this. So I got on podium. He had a, I think he had like sprained his ankle. That's why he couldn't do it. So I was like, I can do this. I, and I was like, and I had a crush on him. So I was like, I got you. You know what I mean? In of this like course. sexy, sweet way. He had no idea what was well, happening. You have to be like the cool hot. Totally. I was like, this is crazy. Okay. Oh my you know God. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Right. Literally. Yeah. yeah. So I get on podium. Music is blasting. It's like something bad. Like some bad music is playing. Always. Like a bad remix of like a good song. Every, you know I mean? That's all they play at work. 100%. We need to figure out why that is. I know. It actually upsets me. It ruins we'll the experience. We'll get back to that. We'll back to that. Um, so I'm now on podium. I would say 15 minutes into the class. I'm farting at this point. Okay, <laughs> stomach, but I'm like, just, and and you know when, oh my God, this is going to be graphic. But you know when like, you think something's going to happen. Yes, like you think yes, you're going to shit yes. yourself, but you don't. And yes. you're so thankful. Yes. So I, I fart a little and I'm like, here it comes. And nothing happens. And I was like, I'm a king. I was like, I manipulated my body into just farting. I'm like, this is iconic. So I'm riding, 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 riding. And then another fart happens. And, I'm like, and it's now I, I'm like, I think it happened. But I, but I was not sure. So I was kind of going put with my hand a little bit underneath my seat to see if I feel anything. Nothing. So I was like, I'm a king. Okay. End of class. It reeks on stage. It's starting to reek on stage. And I was like, 
I fully shit myself. Like, Stop I know it. for a fact I shit myself. So, dur- literally, stretching is happen- <laughs> happening. And, like, do you know how teachers when judge you, you when you don't stretch? Yes. They're like, if you have to leave, leave now. <laughs> you know what I mean? They do that. So, I'm on podium. So, I'm like, I do have well, you're to leave. Leading <laughs> like, the stretch. Yes, you I'm can't leading leave. the stretch. So, I was like, I- I'm so sorry. I look at him. I'm like, I just have to go. He was like, like gave me a look and I was like, that's the end of our relationship. Now I've ruined our relationship, but I've shit myself, right? So after I go out, tiny little smear of something, no! totally fine. I mean, really embarrassing, but totally fine. I was like, no one knows. My friends in front row came up to me and they go, you shot yourself during class? Literally after I thought I got away with it, they were like, it reeked. <laughs> they were like, what? what happened? And by the way, the teacher doesn't work there anymore. Not because of me, but I see him a lot because he lives near me. So he's always walking his dog. But I feel like, (laughs) I feel like I have to be like, but I'm, by the way, I just need to apologize for like a year and a half ago, like when I shit myself and shot myself in front of you. But I, I also don't know if he, I mean, he probably knows, but what do you think I should do about this? I mean, honestly, like, I think you just kind of play dumb like if you like go up to him and you're still a little flirty sorry jared no i have to be flirty but i mean it's fine jared, uh, jared i have to be flirty. jared it's f- literally literally fine. me just looking into the camera jared i have to be flirty jared it's fine this time yeah. it's fine if you just like are so hot still and you like play that character <laughs> then he's like there's no way that he shit i want another bodily function to happen when i'm talking to him now like i want to be like <laughs> Hey, and then like just pee myself, do you know what I mean, or just throw up. No, you should do like, the nose up? throw up. It yeah, felt really good. Totally with oatmeal, with <laughs> <clears throat> with an overnight oats, just like out of my pouring out of my nose. I can't believe, like that's really. I'm so sorry that happened to you. No, I'm so sorry that happened to you. I can't. Well, tell I feel who like stories worse. No, I feel like okay. I feel like mine's more embarrassing. But I feel like mm-hmm. yours is weirder. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? So like, crazy. I feel like if you ask like, how many people shit themselves in Soul Cycle, I feel like pe- some people would say, yeah. Oh, I've a lot of people almost stand shit up. myself in Soul Cycle and at Barry's at every workout class. I've at least almost shit myself. This it's not had a little smear. The, 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 the kind of nose full of oatmeal is shocking, staggering, and weird. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like, whoa. It's a little bit, it's it's strange. It's so great. Like, it's so crazy. Yeah. Okay, we need to explain to everyone how our brains are the same. So, th- yeah. We have the same brain. Like, when I... No, I think you're like a long-lost sister, no, you're, twin. You're my twin. No, I know. And we look so alike, which is like, <laughs> just like every time I see you, I'm like, okay, twin. What? Owen? I was like, <laughs> oh. Owen with long hair. I was like, what's happening here? Well, everyone says that to me. No, I know. We, I, no, we're, we are twins. We're twins. But no, I like we, the things that we're paranoid about, yeah. like we have the same sources of anxiety and we're like, we're freaked out about the same things. We're like wired the same way. It's true. It's True. it's insane, like, the way that we're, on a social level, on an anxiety level, on every level, we are the same. I mean, like— I know. Have you ever met anyone—like, I when I met you and you were talking about the same anxieties as me— Yes. I was like, it's, it's nuanced. It's not just like, oh, we're anxious about friends in this way and this no. way. No. Like, it's the same nuance. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, and then I texted them. It's like, why do you text? Because only uh, we would text them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. We are. The, it's weird. Well, like, I feel like some of, with. I'm trying to think about like good examples of like things we do. Like, we'll play tag. I give one, then you give okay, one. Go. Okay. I, when I think of, when I think of us, I think of, well, I think of <laughs> number one. We are so afraid of people being mad at us. We think everyone's mad at us. Speaking of that, I think multiple people are mad at me right now. Interesting. Do you so have, do I. Of course. Uh, well, I mean, I think I, I, I always think my do. parents are mad at me. No, I... They haven't answered my text in, I, I think, an hour. No, <laughs> I, I literally... Okay, for me, it's like... It's like not people, though, that I'm, I'm close with. Like, I no, think, same. like, people, like, other people in this industry just hate me. Totally. And but I don't know if it's true. I just, and we're friends. But you're like, they despise me. But I'm like, I think that they hate me recently. What I'm trying to figure out is why, why do we care that people are mad? For me, I know. it's out of fear that they will retaliate against me and ruin my life somehow. Same. But like in a way that's unfair. Do you know what I'm saying? I totally get that. See, hearing you say it, I'm like, 
that's just anxiety. Nobody hates you. Everyone loves you. But like, I feel that way too. Do you, Do you know, know what I mean? mean? Deep down. Yeah, 100%. I'm nervous about not being at the table and people being like, Owen. I know. Started. I know. You know I, I know. mean, like, I know. that's what I'm nervous about. I know. But also, Scary. I have to, I've come to a point now as somebody who enjoys gossip no to an good. extent. Okay. Not like gossip in like a, within, within the safe space. You know this. 100, but I think that's healthy. I can, again, it, it completely agree. Like I, because I find a level of gossip and analysis about other people yeah. as beneficial. Totally. I have now come to a place where I like accept the fact that I am also the topic of some of these. I just like wonder what people are saying about me. I would do anything. I know. I would die to be a fly on the wall, but also like, would we? Like, we just have to be confident. I mean, this is also like what my therapist says to me, which I like am hearing during therapy. And then after I'm like, <laughs> ignore. Uh, you know what I mean? Um, but we, why do we want that? Why do we want to know what people are saying about us? Oh, is this so narcissistic? Please. I don't know exactly what someone would be saying about me. Like, I, I can't- No, I don't think that's narcissistic at all. I think that's the, the opposite <laughs> of narcissism. Being like, what would someone say about me? I can't pinpoint it. That's like not, Wait, that's we not should guess. Let's both really, as a, as a therapeutic um, activity, I let's know both try, what are people saying about you? I think they're saying I'm flaky. When are you flaky? Oh, Like when I don't want to hang out with people, I get flaky. Yeah, but that's just being like, I don't want to right now. Like, that's totally fine. Totally. When anyone right. cancels plans on me, I'm like, even if I fucking adore the person. Yeah. It could be my parents. Totally. Okay? Like, the people I just absolutely adore the most. Yeah. And I'd be like, honestly, like, thank God. Like, 100%. I'm, I'm going to totally we have a great night. We established that early on in our relationship. Yeah, absolutely. We're like, if you need to cancel, just cancel. We don't care. Don't care. And it's yeah. also like not personal. Totally. I think the reason why either of us could come off as flaky, because we both have this in common, is because when somebody says like, hey, do you want to do this? We're so afraid of being like, no. Totally. So we're like, um, yes. Like we want to just be like, yes, always. Yes. Totally. Because we don't want to kill the vibe. I'm getting better about this because I'm like, because I... I I can't do it anymore. Like I've, I've figured out that canceling later is more stressful than canceling up front. I know you've taught me this. Yeah. Because it, like just honestly for a selfish reason, less stressful. No, it's way less stressful and it's way less like dynamics to deal with. 100%. And then you're apologizing. I don't want to live my life apologizing. No. Okay. How do you think people talk shit about me? Like I'm trying to think of somebody I know who doesn't like me, right? Like, I don't know anybody who doesn't like you, but I'm also like, I love you. You're a very good friend of mine and I'm a fan so of yours. I don't know so anyone don't... who doesn't like you, but I think if people were going to say something about me, it would be like, okay, you know what I think it would be about me? Go for it. Is I think that I'll like, when there's somebody that maybe I, I don't like as much, I'm always going to be nice and respectful as an adult. Okay. Totally. Always nice and respectful. But there will be a point where I'll hit a wall with like being overly nice or like being overly like agreeable with them. And I'll hit a point where I'm like, no, I'm putting my foot down now and I'm actually like not going to be as nice because I like actually run out. And it takes a lot for me to get to this point. But then I will run out and then I'll, I can get really cold. But I think it can happen really fast. And people are like, what shocked. the fuck? People are shocked. Like, it. but it doesn't happen a lot. And and usually it's like, I would argue from my POV, um, it's justified and uh, necessary and also very much deserved. But I think it would be like, she turns into a fucking cold bitch fast. But, see, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's a boundary. You know what I mean? It's just like, because you put up a boundary. Well, maybe it's also like in comparison to how I was before. Because I, I, my like baseline is like, okay, well, I, I'm over, I overdo it if anything. Totally. With my, you know, trying to make everyone feel good and, mm -hmm. you know, comfortable and, and mm -hmm. all of this. Even if I'm faking it at times because I'd prefer to fake it than to be totally cold. Like I'd totally. rather, I, I think it's actually good to fake it sometimes. I, I mean, I think like being fake is a different thing than then it's then more devious putting it on yeah a little it's like it's it's Am devious I, I no i think it is i think being like nice to people to just make sure everyone feels good 
is... That's like a people pleaser. That's like a people pleaser. And that's also just like, I don't know. I think it's rooted in wanting to do the right thing. Whereas I think when you're like, when you're fake, it's like there's a devious intent. Do you know what I mean? You're not ever turning your back being like, what a bitch. You know what I mean? Like, ew, her dress. How comforting is this to know? This is probably what people are saying about us. How bad is it really? It's actually not that bad. I'm flaky and you're cold sometimes. Okay. That's actually really nice. That's actually... I want them to say it more. I know. Like I'm I... a flaky, gorgeous pastry. <laughs> and you're a cold piece of, of something delish. You're just a cold little cu- ice cube. You're a cucumber. I'm yeah, a little cute, cool little cucumber. You're cool as a cucumber. No, I actually don't think it's that bad. I think there's probably more things that like middle America would say about me. Like being like... Oh, black and gay with acrylic nails. You know they're projecting. No, I know. <laughs> no, I know. And they're like, "Damn, the skin color is so rich." <laughs> they're like, "I just, I just need to t- come to LA, my love." I think people in Middle America who are like racist or homophobic or whatever should just come to LA, get a little tan, go to the nail salon, feel good, feel good. It's so crazy that when you feel good, you just don't really care about what anyone else is doing. I know. It actually it's is true. It's kind of like pretty easy. I know. It's that's what it's really rooted in. It's like if you don't feel good, then you get a little nasty. Then you mean. get a little nasty. Yeah, totally. Then you get, get a, little a little nasty. nasty. But what see, does that remind me of? Then you get a little Oh, Raven Simone and that's a Raven. I'm loving oh her. Oh my god. I've been watching a lot of That's a Raven. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try opening moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. When you're feeling down, sometimes it's good to be alone. But talking can also be a big help. Keeping everything bottled up is not great for your health. It would cause me a lot of stress and anxiety. It's almost like, I use this metaphor a lot, but it's almost like carrying a backpack around. And when you have stuff bottled up, it gets added to the backpack. And when you talk about it, you get to take it out of the backpack. Now the backpack's a little bit lighter. Once I got older and I learned how to communicate, I never stopped because I like having an empty backpack. It just feels better and my quality of life is better. When you need to talk and need a safe space, I highly recommend therapy. It's a great way to work through whatever's bothering you in a judgment-free place. There's something really special about having a resource to talk to that is not involved in your life on a personal level. So if you want to give therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's also easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash anything today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash anything. Okay, listen. No, do you know what I want to hear about? What? I think people romanticize the idea of being an actor and going to shoot a movie and, you know, being somewhere like, unusual or not totally. where you live or whatever. Like, even I romanticize it as somebody who has never been in any type of acting film project really at all. Like, I think even I romanticize this idea of being an actor because since we're young, we're like, oh, like, it's so glamorous. But I don't think it is because the more I, like, hear stories from from people who are actors and talk to you I'm like this doesn't actually sound that glitz and glamour like what's it like living that life that's an interesting question because I feel like I'm so lucky to just be an actor like I get to go to a place and act all day and go into a most of the time I don't have trailers because that's for like the Jennifer Aniston's of the world, but like <laughs> a trailer, like a room, I get to go into a room and eat my food yes. and whatever, and then go act again, like mm-hmm. a dream, mm-hmm. literally a dream. Mm-hmm. But I do think 
going to unusual places, being alone with people you don't know. Mm -hmm. You're making friends, but sometimes you're not really making friends. Yeah. Sometimes it's awkward. Sometimes you don't want to make friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's hard sometimes. And I know that sounds insane, but No, I I, I agree. I think I'm like sometimes it's it's really taxing. No, <laughs> it sounds crazy because it's like, Owen, shut up. You get to like <laughs> you get driven to set. You know what I mean? Like I'm like someone comes up to me and is like, Do you want a coffee? And I'm like, would love one with coffee, mate. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> It's not that, like, yes, fuck you. But I also understand, like, I think you can be grateful for it and understand how, like, awesome it is that you're there, but also to acknowledge, like, okay, it's, like, very isolating. Like, to me, the way I perceive it is, okay, number one, you're you're lonely because you're kind of in the middle of nowhere because I, I rarely hear about a movie or a show being shot in, like, New York City or Dallas, Texas, like some place that's like where there's a lot of people. I feel like I always hear about it happening. I mean, sometimes shot in LA for sure. Yeah. Or which Atlanta, is one thing. Or, yeah. But like, I don't know. I feel like I hear a lot about, oh, you know, I have to go to Portugal for six months in the middle of nowhere. Or, oh, I have to go to, you know, a rural area in Canada for three months. It almost feels like you're quarantining. Totally. It, well, it is. It's you know like, what I mean? I love how you're asking me about this. It's like I've been in three productions. I've been, I've been in three things. So it's that's like that's enough though to know with the, because I also think it's actually good because you still remember life before, like what you thought it was gonna be like. Totally. And then you know now what it is like. So you have like a very balanced view of what it truly is. Well, also no one knows me on set. I feel like if you're like very famous and you walk in or famous at all and you walk in, people are like, let me make it the best experience. And for me, it's a little different. That being said, like the sets that I've been on mm-hmm. have mostly been with my friends. That's amazing. So I've been really lucky because yeah. it's been like, even if I've, even if I am alone and I like you also as an actor, you, you're milking it. Right. So like yes. I'm alone in North Carolina and I have a rental car that they gave me. And it's just <laughs> like, I'm just like, this is horrible. <laughs> I'm just driving around crying to Adele or Taylor Swift or whatever, being like, this is my life. And then, you know, getting a call, being like, will you come in for a fitting? It's like, a fitting. Like, like it's just like so not that bad. And then you get to set and you're with your friends. So like Okay, so it actually I, sounds like the best job ever. No, like I'm very lucky, but I do think like getting here, like even doing like getting onto a set. Yeah is also the hard part. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Like, auditioning is hell. Mm-hmm. Um, y- you rarely get anything. Yeah. <laughs> you, and most of the notes are like, you'll catch them next time. You know what I mean? Oh. It's, you, we went in a different direction. It's like, and you're looking at the screen and it's like, I'm a black gay man and they went with like, uh, you. You know what I mean? And you're like, <laughs> oh no. Well, yeah, you went in a totally different direction. You know, It's like, yeah. Why did I audition for this? Yeah. You're going to pick a but woman. It's also like, why'd you waste my time? So that's yeah. upsetting. And I feel like that gets to you a little. Feeling like you wasted your time. Yeah. And also feeling like it's just not going to happen. Like you're like, when is, yes. this, is this ever going to happen for me? Yes. Yes. Like 100%. That's, and then so when you do get to a set, I think I've been in that mindset for so long that when I do get to a set, I'm so grateful. And I'm like, yeah. I don't care if I'm alone. I'll go to Outback every meal. Yes. <laughs> Thank God I'm, al- I'm alone on a set. You know what I mean? Yes. So I romanticize it in that way. Mm-hmm. But I do think like the Jennifer Aniston's and Timothy Chalamet's of the world. Mm-hmm. You're having a delicious time on set. I know. I wonder if they are though. No, they probably aren't because they also are expected to do a lot. It's Maybe it's just hard. There's going to be a challenge no matter if you're – no, Beyonce it's so true. or whatever. No, then more is expected of you than you're than you're carrying the movie because you're the face of the movie. Totally. Like I'm lucky. I was in a show called Dollface, and I was played the assistant of a wonderful actress named Kat Dennings, mm-hmm. and I would just kind of come in and say a, a line, mm-hmm. a f- weird line, funny line, <laughs> and then I she'd be like, "Okay, bye," and I'd be like, "Bye." Like literally, it was like yeah. one little, and I was it was. Great. You yeah. know what I mean? I yeah. wasn't carrying it. I could be myself. Yep. But she was exhausted because she's carrying the, the the show. But I'm also fascinated by acting because I think there's like two types. There's like acting as you. 
So going well, on being say. in a movie and being you, and then there's going and being a completely different character. Are you more excited about being you in a movie or are you more excited about being a, a character, even if it's just a little bit of a I've character? never, like, there's a movie coming out in July called Theater Camp that I'm in that I made with my friends Caspian, which is so nice. I could literally made them Caspian. It's like nepotism, but like with my friends. Um, I, anyways, that I had to play a camp counselor. Mm-hmm. I was the costume designer. Mm-hmm. I don't, I like fashion, but I don't like know about fashion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I had to mm-hmm. play this like bitchy kind of mm-hmm. costume designer, which felt not like me, but also it was just me. Like I played it as myself. Yeah. So it's this interesting thing where it's like, I've only, the things that I've done, I've really only kind of play, played a, played versions of me. Well, you can kind of make any character. You you kind of have to pull from your own one hundred percent catalog I, 100%. of of traits in a way. Like I I think it would be really a whole different style of acting to like create an entirely new character but then that's why you see somebody like austin butler still talking like elvis totally because you could really become the character to a point where it's like oh my god i can't turn it off because it's like at what point it kind of actually just becomes you in a way because once you like no it's really scary imagine playing like ted bundy no like imagine playing a serial killer don't would not want to be alone with what's the guy's name in that in the ted bundy show Maybe Zac Efron? Question mark. Oh my god! No, I made was, that up. No, it I, was. I, that's right. Is it Zac Efron? Yes, he I was, knew it. Can I be honest? Totally, totally never cared about Zac Efron. Like High School Musical days. Oh, it wasn't your thing. I did not think Zac Efron was hot. Like I. What? Wait, I, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Let's I'm talk not, about this. What? I I really was not attracted to Zac Efron at, at all. all. I thought he was not cute. I'm but sorry. you know who I did have a crush on? Who? Do you remember the Naked Brothers band? Of course. Um, 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 what's their names? I don't Al, Al, something Wolf. Yes. And I had a huge crush on them. I also had a had a huge crush on um the main character in Diary of a Wimpy Kid, the Nat movie. And Alex Wolf. Yes. Okay, keep going. Yes. They were they're even still Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Main character, he was like the most normal looking 11 year old boy. So sweet looking. That was was obsessed. And what was his name? Don't know, but I was obsessed. I literally had the biggest crush on him. I had like weird crushes. Like, I mean, I also like the Jonas Brothers. Who didn't? I mean, for me, it was Nick, but then I got older and like Joe, whatever, we exist. Where are you now with that? Foursome. A force. <laughs> Whatever I just heard. I know them personally, and I uh, have to leave this in. But I do know them personally. <laughs> you would have a foursome with them. Yes. They're brothers. Can I explain why please. I would have a foursome? No, please. With them? Well, okay, because... So, number one, like, they all have something different to bring to the table. For me, Nick Jonas provides this sort of, like... He's just kind of like, he's the youngest brother. Totally. He's like kind of innocent and sweet, but he also has this like mysterious edge about him. He is. And he just has this sweet, sweet face. He just looks so kind. Um, and, you he know. Seems, he seems like he would ask you how you are after sex. 100%. Do you know what I mean? He's like, and how, how are you? And how are, was that, was that okay for but you? But it's not even, was that okay? It's because that's like more about him. It's more like. How just how are you? Oh, yeah. you know what, do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> he would want to like actually like have a like a real talk. No, after, yeah, like get deep. No, which yeah. has never happened. Priyanka's after sex, lucky because usually it's just they get up and walk away and totally and and that's it. And you never see them again. And then they block you on everything. And then <laughs> why does that keep happening? Why exactly <laughs> is that personal or is that from experience? <laughs> <laughs> so okay, listen. So like that's Nick for me. Totally. But then Joe for me is like. The total package, totally silly, totally silly, totally goofy. I might find Joe the hottest. I might find Joe to be the Joe's hottest. Joe sultry. Sultry. Isn't this a word that yes. describes Joe? If you look up sultry, it's Joe Jonas. Yes. He's sultry. He's a little like, he's like kind of in interviews, he's always like, No, but also, what man? There's something, yes, Do you know but what also I mean? like total cool guy. 100%. So fucking cool. cool guy, like obsessed. And then Kevin, 
you feel safe. Like, like safe. I, the, the level of safety and like just comfort you feel with Kevin. Now it's interesting. Cause like when I was younger, like there was nothing se- like sexually appealing to me about like a guy who would make me feel safe. Like to me, it was like hot. Like that was it. It was like hot. Yes or no. Or like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. I, I, but 100%. then now with him getting older, I'm like, oh my God obsessed like i don't care no hot like somebody was like but a also, comforting aura like kevin jonas totally obsessed but let's just clarify kevin's hot too totally hot too ah <sighs> uh, so that's like my fantasy how did we fucking get there like i I'm, don't know I, and we were I, talking I, about acting and we ended up like banging kevin jonas i, I just know, don't know, what's I don't know how we even got there this episode is brought to you by pnc bank Unlike this podcast, some things in life should be boring, like banking, because boring is pragmatic and responsible, level-headed and wise, all the things that you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for red carpets, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money, because when your money is doing what you need it to do, you can do all the unboring things you want to do with it. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group Incorporated. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Natrol. Sleep is so important. Without a good night's sleep, during the next day, it's more difficult to function properly and there are definitely cranky vibes, which is a problem if, like me, every now and then, You might struggle to get sleep and stay asleep, and you've probably tried a few different things to help without success. Well, there's sleep, and then there's Natrol sleep. Natrol is America's number one drug-free sleep aid brand, helping you fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer. Natrol melatonin gummies are made with clean ingredients, like 99% pure melatonin, to work with your sleep cycle, helping you sleep better, making the next day your best day. Natrol sleep tonight, live tomorrow. Click, tap, or visit natrol.com to shop now. This product helps with occasional sleeplessness. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent diseases. You know what I really want to discuss is growing up in LA because you grew up in LA. And I'm just like, I have so many questions because I grew up in California, but in Northern California, and it it was so different. And, you know, as like a NorCal kid, we always had like the assumptions about the SoCal kids. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Because it's, it's like... What were your assumptions? Okay, so like my assumptions... You know what? This is a fun way to start. Okay. I'm going to say an assumption and you're going to say true or false. Okay, great. Okay, assumption number one. Go. Beach after school every day. Like, never once in my life. Okay. Like, I don't know if I've ever been to the beach. (laughs) Like, like I have, but, like, definitely not after school. And I I went to a school, like, 10 blocks from the beach. Stop. Okay. Okay. So, for okay, that makes me feel better. Um, Maybe, like. Sometimes. Like, jocks went to the beach and, like, ran. But, like, I was not doing that. <laughs> I wish I, I like look at those guys are hot. No, totally. <laughs> we love them hot. and we love what they do. Yeah, but. The, everyone who did that was, but I don't even know people who did that. So I'm going to go with no. Okay. So no on that. Okay. Next. Um, sick, sick parties every weekend, like big house parties, you know, big, like lots of illegal activities going on left and right. The and as a high schooler, you're like illegal activities. Ah, yeah, the illegal <laughs> totally, activities going totally. on everywhere. Cops coming, but then the cops being like, "I'm coming in for a drink." Like that. Like that's how we pictured SoCal kids in high school. Yes or no? No. What? So there was this one guy. I'm not going to name his name. Who was like the leader of the parties? Yeah, yeah. And he's still. I think he's now like works at like clubs like he's like good at that like yeah. he like should be he a is promoter. now a promoter like, yeah he's a promoter like okay, great. sick like you do like you you did what you were good at yes 
Um, and he would throw these insane parties, but they were like they were for ho- like holidays. Like it was like Halloween. Yeah, it wasn't like yeah, every yeah. weekend. Yeah. Okay. So like. Every weekend, no. And I wasn't invited to the parties every weekend. I think there probably were. Yeah. But I was like a like a weird theater kid who like, they were like, <laughs> let's not have Owen go. You know what I mean? I was like on like, like there was like a list and then there was like people don't let enter. And like, I think I was on that list. <laughs> but like for Halloween, I did go to like yeah. big booty hoes and whatever. Like, that's what they were called. They were called Are like crazy. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We had themes a lot too in high school, like for... For things like Halloween. Like something office hose and something. Oh my God, wait. CEO, CEOs and office and office bros. Oh, ours was CEOs and office hose. CEOs and office hose. Yeah. Do you have that? We had that too. Wait, were we at the same party? Um, Probably. This is amazing. amazing. (laughs) No, I, we, but like I, the thing about me that was so tough about, I don't know, like going to the themed parties or like dressing up, I looked 11 when I was 16. Yeah, I'm so sorry. So it was like CEOs <laughs> in office hose and I'm like, oh. Totally. And totally. everybody's like f- wearing their first push-up bra and my push-up bra doesn't push anything. has nothing to push up. It was I'm tough. I'm so sorry. No, it was totally good. No, but also. Whatever. But, okay, no, so I no big it. parties. No. Like I, it, they I, weren't I, as epic as maybe we would have assumed in NorCal. No, like I had a bunch. No, no. I think I had a bunch of friends who would go to parties every weekend, but it, they wouldn't be like blowouts. I think they would be like chill, like come by the pool. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I was always like either not invited or like I don't want to sit by the pool. Yeah, no. By the way, who wants to do I that? I want to be in a sweatshirt at home. Exactly. Especially in high school. No, 100%. Oh my god! There was... No one could see me in high school. No one could see what anything. My body, my 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 mind. I'm in, I'm at home. No, that I oh I don't ever like thinking back at it. Yeah, no, it's, really dark for us. It's dark. Um. Okay. Last yeah, assumption another? I had was the dating pool was just like easy. It was like everybody was dating each other. It was like this incredibly like. Everyone's just having their first kiss so young and it's so easy and it's not stressful. And the just the dating pool is like solid because I feel like in NorCal specifically, the dating pool was a fucking nightmare. And this was like weirdly across <laughs> the board. Like it was just like not working. Like, Wait, I, do you why? know what I'm saying? Why? Because it was small? Like, I felt like the dating pool just sucked. And I, I there was just something off about it. I don't know if it was that... It was just a non-compatible group of kids just by coincidence. Like, and maybe the right kids weren't meeting each other. Who knows what it was? Yeah. But it just felt like dating was like impossible. I felt like all my friends really struggled. Most people were single. Like people were having their first kisses maybe a little later. Like, I don't think a lot of the kids wanted to be that way, but it was like a lack of compatibility across the board. And I felt like when we would look at all the SoCal kids, we're like, everybody just like, think, there's just like so many people and everyone thinks that they're hot and everybody's just-, just Everybody's just this, a narcissist. Everybody's a narcissist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody's yeah. hot. Yeah. Everybody's like, you know, like it's just fun. Like you go to a party and you just mingle and have fun, like what parties are supposed to be. And then we weren't having that in NorCal. I don't think that's true. I went to a small school, mm-hmm. relatively small school. So like, everyone was hooking up with the same people. It was very, like, like, I remember, like, everybody dating because I remember senior year, there was only one other gay person in my grade and Mm -hmm. I was like, we have to date. (laughs) I was like, we must date. We must. (laughs) He was like, I don't like you at all. I was like, exactly. That's what dating is, love. (laughs) We get to know each other, then we break up. (laughs) Um, So I remember me dating him for a year and a half and being like pretty solid for like no pretty solid for hating each other. Yeah. (laughs) No. Yeah. He is um I love him so much. But we'll get to that. Love him. No, he's great. He's great. Okay, great. Um but I do think there was everyone was dating because I had the urge to be like, well, we have to date. Like all my friends, like Nicole's dating and Zoe's dating and Lily's dating, we have to date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Yeah. But I don't think everybody like there was only like a few hot it wa- people. 
Do you yeah, know what I mean? like it wasn't like it was probably the same to be honest. But it there was, was just I think there was this level of like romanticizing growing up in LA versus growing up so close yet so far in Northern California. It was like the less cool version, right? Yeah. I felt like Northern yeah. California was always less cool. Yeah, less just, cool. LA is like growing up in LA was like. How would you sum it up? Like, give some, mm. give some, like, give a, give a, oh, no, like, like sneaking. You would like sneak off campus mm-hmm. during lunch and like because you would like want to go to Whole Foods and like get like like that I can't is so it. iconic. Like it was like. What else was it? It was like, I mean, I think this is probably with every city, but like now, Silver Lake, for instance, like yeah. I, I, I went to school in Santa Monica near the beach, mm-hmm. and now Silver Lake and downtown then was so crazy to me, and I was like, all my friends would like go there over the weekend, and we would like go see vintage stores, and we were like, this is so new. We thought we were in North <laughs> Carolina. We were like, what this is? What is this place? And now it's like. <laughs> Oh my god, we're, I that, live here. It's because you, <laughs> when you have a car, it's like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. before you have a car, your world is so small. Like in it high is school, so small. I didn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. It's so interesting. I totally. mean, but do you think it was like, I don't know, like, would you want to raise a kid in LA based on your experience? Yeah, I, that's interesting. Because I don't know if I would just living here as an adult. No, and yes. Okay. But see, you turned out amazing and actually give me hope. I think there's a way to do it, but I think I I think it 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 takes a level of um uh like self-awareness. Oh my god, isn't it intimidating though? It's thinking so about raising a kid. No, I'm not doing I'm not doing that for a long time for a while. Jer- yeah, me Jared. either. Well, we have to do it at the same time. No, no, no. We have to have a kid at the same time, which yeah, is obviously. something that I really want to talk to you about. So how many years? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking for me, so I'm like, listen, I don't want to wait too long, okay? Like, I'm, but I don't want to do it right now. Like, can you believe? I like well, to you're me, like really young. I know, but people have kids. Like, Kylie Jenner had a kid at my age. Kylie Jenner. Are you being? She was twenty one. I think so. Are you twenty two? Yeah, just turned twenty two. Of course. Think, How do you feel? Feeling twenty two. That's not how the song goes. Well, I, I, so I started it right, and then I remembered about copyright, and I did a remix. I'm obsessed with the remix. <laughs> Wait, so you're 22 now. Mm-hmm. Kylie had a kid a year ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, a year at 21. I think not so. A year, yeah. That might be complete fake news, but to be honest, what isn't? Totally. Also, I don't believe any celebrity ages. So, like, when I see an, an age on the internet of like what a celebrity's ages, I'm like, I take it with a grain of salt. I think there's many who are lying. I don't of know course. that for certain. I mean, I, I'm I'm gonna say I'm 20. Yeah, like when, when I'm 40, I'm gonna say I just turned 20. <laughs> no, but there are some people like I have genuine conspiracy theories about. I'm not naming names. I'm not in the mood for that because me and Owen no, never can't. know when we're gonna see them on a Saturday when we decide to go out to dinner and we look over to the table next to us. Oh, there they are! And I just said on a podcast that you're not you're actually 25. Your you're 40. Right. But I'm not, I don't make those assumptions in like a judgmental and rude way. I make it based on like a, I've met this person and I feel like something's up because of the level of maturity, not necessarily right. the, the looks. You're so mature with so much poise, so much poise and the wrinkles too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But by the way, like there's so much like ageism i would say no, in our industry in it's general horrible. like the entertainment no, industry in general actually be 40 like for like then you What's actually the, what learn what the fuck is wrong with being like a 50 year old pop star who cares so if hot. the music go- so hot so hot so hot why like or what's wrong with being like you know being a 40 year old actor who's like acting like a 20 year old but you maybe you look young and maybe you have re- a really good plastic surgeon so you look 20 <laughs> enjoy enjoy no it's I agree. fine i agree like just own it because I, I do think that there is lying happening. I think older actually is more respected and cooler. Like, yeah. Like, I, I think right now we're in this phase where everyone is seven and, like, just had a, a, a huge hit record. You know what yeah, I mean? And they're seven years old. And it's like, and then every, then, you know, you're 26 and you're like, there's seven? 
One hundred percent. Oh my god! I lo- I'm never gonna be seven again. So then you're like, well, I'll just pretend I'm ten. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like that's like that's unhealthy. No. Well, the thing that is, that doesn't too, happen. That's a rare case. It's, it's one in a million. But also, the other thing is too. I'm so sorry, but there have been so many people who have like hit their career peak later in life or discovered their passion later in life, and it's been like okay. Look at Laura Dern, has had a great career up in, like, she's had a gorgeous career. She's yeah. acted in tons of stuff. And now she's Laura Dern at 50 yeah. f- something. Like, yes. Like, that, that's what, that's a dream. Yep. And that's it's a honestly dream. even better because you probably are more like, I don't know. I, but my point with that was so, like, any celebrity age I take with a grain of salt. Okay. People can take mine with a grain of salt too. Um, cause I'm probably not going to age like a fine wine like I want to. I think you will. I just, you know, went I think to a will. tropical location for a week and burnt the fuck out of my forehead. And I and I already am wrinkling there. It's things are not looking up for me, but I'm going to own it for as long uh, as I can. I, I think you, first of all, I... I'm excited for a wrinkle or two. For, uh, same. And a gray same. hair? Same. Oh my God. I've, Obsessed. I've, I've literally, this. I'm saying this on a podcast, I can't believe this, but I literally have to dye my hair always, alone. By myself because I have so many, so many gray hairs. No way. So many. Because I used to dye my hair blonde. Uh Uh-huh. So now it's like my hairdresser was like probably lying to me, by the way. This is full lie. I'm (laughs) now realizing as I'm like, no, it's probably just because I'm getting older. But my hairdresser's like, it triggered something in your whatever hair follicle or whatever. You're kidding. So now I'm just like, my hair is just damaged. I never knew this about you. Oh my God. Yeah. I have to dye my, I literally dye my hair once a, twice, once a week. No. Once every two weeks. Way. Wait, but also like gray hair looks good. No, but it's like I'm like I have like gray random gray well, hair. But also you don't want it. So if you don't want it, sorry. It's know. horrible. I know. I mean it can it depends on I think it's actually harder when it's like first coming in. Totally. Because it's inconsistent. Totally. It's but the once worst. it's like a full head of gray hair, so hot, obsessed. Mm. I am like excited. But if I was fifty and I had a full head of gray hair, I would accept it. Oh yeah. At my age I'm a little like not right not yet. I have to pretend like it's the hair dye. You know what I mean? I have One to pretend hundred. like it was like my follicles. You're like, sorry guys, just my follicles because I was dying. No, but it. it's actually like really cool. It's actually like rare. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's a rare thing that only happens to hot people. Only, no, when you're like really hot, also like big, um, I was trying to say like, I was big like, tits. I was going to say like big tits, but then I was like, okay, well not for Owen. No, um, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, but that's what we should start saying about wrinkles. Yeah. Also, we should be it's like. It's like a sign of like, like really like, Number one, being like very, very much an intellectual. Totally empathetic. And also number two, an empath. No, yeah. So I have three gray hairs because I'm an empath <laughs> and I have one wrinkle because I'm, I, I don't want to brag, but I am brilliant. <laughs> That's what I'm going to start saying to people. Well, the thing is actually they've been doing studies yeah. and you might not know about these because they're unreleased. I actually had a conference at, it was at Harvard, Harvard and it was two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, you were probably, oh, you were, it was. Memorial Day weekend, you were drinking a lot. Oh, I was sad. at Harvard yeah. with my fraternity and sorority sisters, and we were discussing wrinkling and its correlation to intelligence. They told me direct, direct correlation. Direct. Well, they told me that I am actually like the first real sign of this. I know, and it's been really hard. Hard. No, and then it's a sob story, and then it turned. Can you imagine this is us at and dinner, I'm and crying. then now it's like. And now this is hard. <laughs> and now I am so wrinkled and I'm so brilliant. But you know what's actually kind of true? Adults, like, usually with age comes wisdom. And so to be honest, the more wrinkled, probably the smarter. 100%. So, like, whatever. That being said, I will get both dogs. <laughs> that okay. being said, I'm not that smart. That being said, not that smart. Don't even want to seem smart. Yeah, we'll be getting Botox. Totally. I know. I'm like conflicted about, I'm going to take it day by day. Like I'm going to really yeah, try don't, to go. Don't do anything. Can I tell you, like I'm not closing the door on it because I just don't think that that's healthy for me. Yeah. Like I don't want to make a promise to myself like, hey, I'm never going to do Botox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, I'm yeah. never going to do whatever. God knows what. BBL. I'm never going to get a BBL. You don't um, want to close that door yet. I don't, I'm not <laughs> ready to close that door. You <laughs> with a BBL. It's like literally so tiny, huge butt, huge ass. It would be, well, th- listen, wait, wait, full fuck everything we were just talking about. What's your type? Describe. So, so I have a boyfriend of eight years, as you know. Well, Jared, we love Jared. Jared will be on the show at some point. Jared, I'm obsessed with Jared. Except Jared's I did perfect. watch a video of you and Jared the other day. 
Oh, Jared's going to be so mad at me for bringing this up, but I have to. And he has never in my life to me said 100%. Okay. Never in my life. He, I, I'll ask him a question, like a, a serious question that I, the answer is yes to. And he'll be like, no, like he doesn't even, or he'll say like, sure. Like yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. like, yeah, he's never certain. No, he's never like certain or agreeing. Like he's yeah, always yeah. like has an opinion. Like yeah. he's very opinionated. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's a great person, but yeah. like, I always no, feel he's like a point of he view. challenges me. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like he does that for you too. Totally. In one video you did with him. <laughs> I've never heard someone more say a hundred percent more. You were like, <laughs> I have to use the rest of me. He's like, one hundred percent. You were like, I do like this. He was like, one hundred percent. And then you were like, but I don't like this anymore. He was like, no, I'm one hundred percent. No, but can I be honest? That is my doing. Wait, why? Tell me. No, I say no, one hundred percent. Owen, it has to stop soon because I. Like I get stuck. I'll get stuck on a word. One hundred percent. By the way, now I'm actually like totally disassociating because now I'm going back to realizing to this interview, the beginning of this interview, and I remember you asking me questions and me saying one hundred percent. So I'm just like remembering it. We well, yeah, like, might have stolen it from you. No, I definitely stole it from you. Well, we steal. I, we steal. Well, this is something. Steal, this is interesting. We steal a lot from each other. So, well, we come up with it together. Yeah, no. Yeah. Usually someone brings it to the table, but then the other person is like, now that's delish. Totally So let's delish. talk about it. So something about me and Owen is that we get obsessed with like- Phrases, With a words, phrase. And yeah. I mean, I think this obsessed. is universal. Totally. Well, we, okay, what are ours? I mean, we definitely- Delish. Delish. It's hard to say it out of context because then it just- Loving like, you. Oh, that one that was- That one was big. <laughs> that one hit the mainstream. That one hit hard. I mean, it was set at the Met. Haley Bieber said it to you at the Met, which it is was. I was literally crying of joy. I was like, I'm it's at the finally, Met. It's finally, it's almost like, <laughs> I was like, I literally turned to Jared and I said, I'm at the Met. Owen created Loving You. And it, for context, like, how would we say it? It'd be like, you know, well, it could be said in any context. It'd just be like, Loving You. Yeah, Loving You. Like, like Loving how, You. Yeah, exactly. Like, how just would you Loving say, You. Like, if, if somebody got a smoothie you wanted and then, you were like, can I have a sip? And they were like, of course. You'd be like, loving you. Well, it could be said in Absolutely any tone. Because it could be s- like, it could be kind of like funny. Like, it could be like, all right, see you tomorrow. And it'd be like, all right, loving you. Right. Or, or it could be like someone shits on you. Yeah. Like someone spits yeah, all over yeah, your face yeah. and, and you're disgusted. And you're like, Absolutely loving you. Loving you. Yeah. Because you're trying to be nice, but like, you know. Totally. So we started that. Then it got mainstream at the Met. Although I didn't, I don't know if it really got mainstream pickup. It no. just more got mainstream eyeballs. I, I, yeah, exactly. There was a lot of eyeballs on it, but no one really caught it. I was so upset that no one caught it. I really thought it was my moment. I know. What the fuck happened? And it wasn't. But then, you know, we do have obsessed. We do use obsessed still. We I'm still, sorry. we do say delish. We still do use delish. What else do we do? I mean, we, we do, do like say little, 100%. Uh, we do the voice. Like, I can't remember. Wait, I forgot it. Oh, it's like this one. Oh, that one's really bad for me. Well, also, when like we bring out a different tone of voice in each other that's unique. That is unique. Like I talk differently around you. No, I do too. Do you think that's toxic? I don't think there's anything toxic about it. I think it's super healthy. I think it's (laughs) super healthy. But I do think that we're speaking normally now, but if anybody heard us at dinner, I think they'd be nervous for us. Mm -hmm. I think they'd be like, well, Let's our own boyfriends have a hard us, time because we bounce them. off of each other yeah. and are just louder and louder and louder. Mm-hmm. But Until also we're we, screaming. <laughs> we also relate on everything. So we're like constantly like, oh my God, you too. Yeah. But we're also constantly trying to be silly and goofy. Totally. But what's interesting, I both of our boyfriends are so similar because they're more quiet. They're more reserved. They're more opinionated. Totally. They're, they don't give a fuck about 100%. what other people think about them. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And so it's interesting because we both have the same relationship dynamic. And then it's them sitting at dinner with us, just listening to us. It's actually like, we're, we're doing stand up for them. <laughs> we're like, and it's our first guests who are, who are judging us. And they, but by the way, like, I don't know if they like the show. No, they most of the time they leave being like, that was a really bad bit. <laughs> like, the whole thing was horrendous. Yeah, that was horrible. Mm. No, but I do think that they find they they get a kick out of us. Whatever. By the way, what the fuck ever? Sorry, I get a kick out of you. Wait, I'm excited about what the fuck ever. Oh, I love that. What that, the fuck ever? That feels good. 
We what should... e- what the fuck ever? It doesn't roll off the tongue. <laughs> no, it can if you do it right. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, let's try it again. What the fuck like ever? ever? What the? It is tricky for me. What the fuck ever? What the fuck ever? There it is. Now, do oh, it I like it. It's like it's kind like, of what like the this. fuck ever. It's like say like okay, yeah, right. Like what the fuck? Why am I getting tripped up on it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting tripped up on the word. This I, one is like actually excluding people because some people just can't do it. No. Like it's it's because it's so hard. Well, yeah, it's just words. Like this one's actually hard. <laughs> yeah. Like whereas like delish or like loving you, actually loving you, doing it right, it, it isn't obvious. I like I feel sick also. Oh my God, I feel sick about this. Yeah, I feel sick about that. I love that. <laughs> what the fuck ever? <laughs> what the fuck? You know why what the fuck ever doesn't work for me? My you mouth. You just said it really good. What the fuck ever? What the fuck ever? But I'm saying ever weird. Okay, what the fuck ever needs some work because I think that there's something in that realm that could be that we could start, but I just don't know what it is yet. I'll set up a Zoom with my team. Yeah, just get back to me on that one. In love. your team. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, just your team is good. <laughs> I'm going to set up one with my team. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> clearly you uh, yeah, and yours I'm, I'm, yeah, are not. I'm going to set up. <laughs> I'm going to set up a Zoom with just my team on this one because that's just for me, I guess. <laughs> just what the fuck ever is just mine. So um, that'll just be for my team. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no, I love that. Okay. I love that. I we, love that. I love that that we speak in our own language. A hundred percent. That's what friendships is When about. we were at Coachella. Mm-hmm. Am I allowed to say you were at Coachella? A hundred Do you talk about Coachella? I, I have a Coachella episode. I, I feel sick about Instagram geotagged. Coachella. I put the location of Coachella because I wanted all of these motherfuckers to know. Uh, do people call you the queen of Coachella already? No. no. Yes, that they do. That is Vanessa I think. Hudgens, and I would oh never. Oh my god, that's V Hud. <laughs> <laughs> is that what she's called? It should be. Should we go to Vegas? Wait. You're 21. Wait. I know. 22. I've never been to Vegas as a as a 21. I've never been to Vegas as an adult either. Do you gamble? I've I never refuse. gambled before. I refuse. I would gamble. With you? I would gamble 5 to $10. Oh, well, Avi, we're not doing more than that. It's actually like the same thing with video games. This is weird, but like I actually prefer to watch like a Fortnite gameplay almost more than I do even playing the game sometimes. But it's the same thing with like gambling. I don't want to actually go gamble. Totally. I'd rather watch somebody else. I want to be rooting for someone else. I like rooting for things more than I like playing. Well, I think that's like what the uh, appeal of sports is. is and like, that you're is like, why it's a billion dollar industry. Totally. We are geniuses. Okay, people say, oh, you didn't go to college. You know, you guys didn't go right. to college. What you a big cry. what a big group of dumbos they say about us. That's what people say about us behind our backs. 100%. Stupid, <laughs> dumb, mm. freaks. And guess what I have to say back? Brilliant. Wrinkled <laughs> lovers. Um, actor, model, uh, yeah. actor, model, hot, super, very much sexy. Yeah, look, um, look, looking at her name. This is maybe for another time, but I, I have looked my name up with hot, like Owen Thiel, hot. Oh my god! By the way, nothing comes. Nothing. If you type in Owen Thiel, nothing comes up. So, but Owen Thiel, <laughs> hot. It's so funny because it's like then on your computer you know it says like what you've looked up yeah so i remember typing in oh i was looking up owen wilson for something because uh, i wanted to see a movie he was in and my friends were all around my computer and immediately came up owen feel hot like no, I that up. no no owen. <laughs> really embarrassing wait i've never even thought to do that i've never even thought of that as like i know no one has mm, and no one should no i feel like harry styles does that like harry styles hot just see what comes I up i mean a lot would come up so and much congrats harry you're Congratulations. Hot. I know. Who else would search up? Okay. Hot people deserve to look up their name with and then hot. hot. Like, you deserve that. Totally. Your face deserves yeah, that. Yeah, like, enjoy. You should look that up. By the way, enjoy. I'm never looking that up. It's not going to I'm going to look it up for you. So I hope somebody looks Send that up. Send screenshots, because, but also, like, see, here's what's going to happen. If nothing comes up, then I just assume you forgot. Totally. So then it's like no harm done. Totally. But if like you but if you do send it to me, then it's like Merry Christmas to me. Something came up. Totally, totally, totally. Um, but see, I have always been like, mm, the word hot is not for me. Like that's just not a word for me. Like maybe for me it's more like what a gentle spirit. Totally, it's a great word. <laughs> <laughs> like I just don't Mine's feel like, like what a funny critter. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's mine. Yours is gentle spirit. Mine's like weird little critter. 
like, that's what I'm going to start to look up. so fucking crazy. I'm going to look up Owen Thiel. <laughs> Weird critter. <laughs> See what comes up. Like, hot I, is for you. I just want you to take hot that back. Hot is not for me. Like, like you know how some people like just being hot, like being on IG with like the lips puffed and like a booby out is like they can do it and it feels right. It does not well, that's click not for authentic. me. That is not authentic to you, but you being authentic to you is hot. Well, no. Think, but see, you being authentic to you is hot. That's what hot really is. But being stereotypical hot is no, having... No, I'm not doing like... Is having like... I can't do that. I'm not doing that. I've tried it. Oh, I've posted that. I know! <laughs> <laughs> I've literally posted a picture with my lips face-tuned, looking huge as fuck, my <laughs> eyes looking gorgeous. Like, you know what I mean? My eyebrows like... Full ev- facelift. Full facelift. Mm-hmm. Everything looking absolutely gorgeous. Lips are out to Mars. <laughs> and... I get three comments being like, cute. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, weird critter. <laughs> like, I can't do It's not for me either. So for me, it's like, I just am okay with the fact that like, we, I reserve hot for, for others. And then for me, it's like, I'm just like a gentle whisper. <laughs> People a look at me and they're whisper? like, she's just so fucking gentle. Yeah, totally. Or she's just so quirkily her. You're a Quirkalina. She's just a Quirkalina. Uh, Emma Chamberlain, Quirkalina. Oh, that up. was actually what people see. Nobody was describing me as hot uh, ever. Nobody's ever described me as hot. That's just not true. But, but okay. instead, people describe me as quirky. And that's something I have to live with. No, you know what mine was, which was evil? Mm. Owen Thiel. Unique. <laughs> I was like, I literally was, I remember it was going, we were going around in a circle saying one like nice thing about each other. And somebody was like beautiful about like Charlotte. Somebody was like a real mind about like whatever, you know, Danny. And then it came to me and they're like, unique. Stop. And I was like, unique? It's honestly kind of a good one, but it's also incredibly mean. It's nice. But I think growing up with like, you're just unique. No. I was like, I don't want to be unique. No, it's the tone too. Totally. We have to end this. Thank you for having me on. It's the oh most fun I've ever had. I would do Owen, this any day with you. This I... is an honor. To be on Emma Chamberlain's Anything Goes? Come on! Oh! Come on! A dream! I, you... A literal dream. No, this was this was, um, this was was just like going to dinner. It's like you guys got to sit it's in on easy. me and Owen going to dinner, which we do all the time anyway. You're my only friend. Yeah. It's, 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 it's us and it's Jared. Yeah, and Tucker. And Tucker. But other than that, it's us against the world. And our parents. Isn't that weird? We didn't even dig into how much we love our parents. Next time. We have so much more to discuss. Yeah, next time. What's your sign off? I don't have one. Maybe we could just be like, let's come up with something silly. We should be like, peace out, critters. (laughs) Bye, critters. That's good. Bye, Bye, critters. critters.